Hello, 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 everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Up and Down and All Around. Once again, I am your host with the platform most. I hate that I'm going to make that a thing because it's corny enough that it fits my style. I am the host with the platform most, Troy Reeves here. Back again to just talk about those platforming goodness. I love talking about it. It's just one of my favorite things. It's just one of those things I just love to do. It's better than most daily activities in my life, if you know what I mean here. But I'm excited to talk uh, about this episode here. We're keeping the sequel train going. Uh, I didn't mean for this to be a, a th- theme, but, you know, it accidentally become one. And when you're talking about platform games, some of the best games are the sequels. Just a uh, spoiler alert if you haven't noticed that already. But um, I think that's just gaming in general. But I digress. But we're tackling one of the most famous sequels of all time. Um, probably the biggest ga- uh, game on from the Nintendo Entertainment System that isn't Mario. That has a letter M in it. Uh, it's uh, I'm excited about tackling this with my guest host here today because this is our first foray into the 8-bit era of gaming, which is one of the eras that I have fond mem- like no, I don't want to say fond memories of, but I'm very from I'm familiar with it, but it's not the the era that really attached it to me. And I would say my co-host, that's probably his bread and butter. Let's just say that. Um, so I'm excited about that, but also I'm excited just to talk about this game just because it's such a classic. There's so much to go over with it. If you haven't noted by either the title of the game or even just me describing the game, I am talking about the 1988 Capcom Nintendo Entertainment Classic, the Blue Bombers, really big breakout break, Mega Man 2. <laughs> Yes, that was from the classic title screen jingle that uh, a lot of gamers know and love. It's one of my personal favorite. I was humming it around, uh, humming along to it while listening to it. It is Mega Man 2, and here with me today is one of my closest brothers in arms when I moved up to Austin uh, from the B 
beginning of time of 2013 here. I am so glad I got him on the podcast to talk about this game with me. Give it up for my friend, Nate Sinclair. How you doing, my friend? I'm doing great, Troy. Thanks for having me on, man. It's, this is, I mean, you know this, it's, this is bar none, as far as I'm concerned, the greatest game ever made. 100% will always be my favorite video game, so I'm, I'm super stoked to be able to talk about it with you today. I, I'm excited I got you on it, because again, like, I, as I kind of always t- talk about, like, when I talk, like, get the games I want to talk about on the show and the people who I want to talk it with, this one was a go-to brainer for me with like Mega Man Two. I was like, I have to get Nate for this. Like, I know. <laughs> well, I, I also like how in your like in the early intro you said like this is definitely his bread and butter. Like, I'm pretty sure you just called me old. Like, I'm, I, I, I did. What, I think that's what you're saying. It's like he's older than me. <laughs> he remembers these these eight bit games. Here's the sad part: is I didn't intentionally mean for that to be like an old bit. <laughs> it's, it's all right. It's true, but this, like this is definitely my generation that. I grew up like Mega Man Two is probably the first game that I vividly remember playing when I was like five, six years old. Like, so it's it's definitely. I mean, I don't take it as an insult. It's just I thought it was funny that that was the way to describe. It. It's like <laughs> in the future, like it's like Nate. Yeah, it's like he's an NES guy. Like that's that's what they used to describe him when I'm mean, fifty. It's like ah, he he remembers the old days of video games. He probably played Pong, like. Or, well, it's just like that's gonna be the new like yeah he oh he played Pong yo he played the original Mario Brothers or he played that NES like I think that's probably where we're going to with this <laughs> right this day and age he's now. old enough to remember Nickel Arcades like <laughs> oh man I remember Nickel Arcades those are still a thing I mean they were dying out when I was uh, young but there was one in San Antonio called Lars Land that I had a lot of fun with uh, with the Nickel Arcades I missed them. I miss that area. I do too. It's funny as an adult, like I can see how it's such a terrible idea for a profit model. But like, oh god, yeah. When I was a kid, when I was a kid and they died, I was like, "How dare you take this away from me? How dare you take my childhood?" But no, I, <laughs> again, like, and it's like I was more saying it because it's like NES is like it's one of those things. Like I, I play, I obviously played it as a kid, but it's like the Mario Brothers series was the games I played, or like very obscured license games that like happen to be at the dentist's office while you're in the right, waiting yeah. room like th- those are the games i remember but like yeah really? like yo noid yeah so, yeah something like that and it's like <laughs> but i never really truly got into the like the classic like mega man 2 until re- honestly more recently in the past couple years um but i mean let's let's kind of dive into that like so i mean obviously from the description you just gave us you grew up with this game <laughs> Yes. Oh, yeah. For sure. Like it's like I said, it was this and its sequel, Mega Man Three. Actually, were probably the first two games I ever got when I got a Nintendo when I was a kid that, that I just just couldn't stop playing whatsoever. Like I just couldn't put the controller down. Like couldn't beat them because I was an idiot little child. But like now I can like before we recorded, like I was just playing Mega Man Two just to you know refresh my mind. And I play it like probably once every couple of months again, but. Yeah, I mean, it's just, I know it like the back of my hand now. Like, I know exactly what the order is. I know where the jumps are. Like, I can beat Heatman's stupid, you know, block cascading thing. I can do that. Like, oh, yeah, I, know exactly where, I know exactly where the above blocks are going to show up and when. Like, oh, just, man. I, I, You're giving me I, more I flashbacks. <laughs> <laughs> like, I think I'll, I'll go to my path, like, always remembering just just the maps of the game and, and what you have to do to, to beat it. And it's it's fun. and we'll talk about it more uh, later on in the show. But it's like that era of gaming 
I feel like one of the reasons why it made me not like it's still fondly remembered, but I probably think it won't be as fondly remembered as like the 16 bit era is because they had to do some of the tropes like we just kind of described because these games are so short. But again, we'll oh, of talk. Of course, yeah. We'll talk about it. There's the building blocks for what came later, yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, of course. And I mean, to me, Mega Man was basically the mascot that wasn't Mario for that console. Um, obviously there was other games like the Castlevania games, Contra, like things of that nature that were big hits for other publishers. But for me, like behind Mario before Sonic came into the picture, it was Mega Man, like, and especially the game that we're tackling, like Mega Man 2, like, which is considered a definitive Mega Man game by many. And I'm pretty sure yourself included saying it is your favorite, favorite game of all time, which, and I, I wouldn't even disagree. Like I, if like I can see it, like I finally got into the Mega Man games a few years ago, back in 2018, I picked up the Mega Man legacy collection for the Nintendo switch. Uh, what one and two? Cause I think I was getting, cause I was excited for Mega Man 11. Cause that's the year that Mega Man 11 came out and it was the first new Mega Man game in over a decade. So I was excited. So it was one of those game franchises, like, again, like, it's one of those game franchises that you, you're you aware about, you know people love it, and you, and you it's like, from the sounds of it, you know you would appreciate it as well, you just never got around to it, and I just finally did at that year, and I'm like, I made it a, a the made sure I'm going through 1 through 10 with these games before I go into 11, which, it was a journey to say the least, and I will definitely say 2 is definitely one of the highlights of that journey, um... I am glad that I played it the way that I did because um, I don't know if you play like do you have like any like the NES setup or you like actually like play for like the re-releases. So so I don't have the NES setup anymore, but yeah, so I, I have the the collection the the one through six that I play through. I, I, and I it's it's stupid because they're the ones that I've you know played and beaten hundreds of times. But it's like I pretty much stick to two and three just because. When I go to play a Mega Man game, like I'm going to for it, the nostalgia is baked in. Like, oh yeah, at this point, like there, there's because it's like you said, like there, there's so many tropes that were created back in, in the eight bit era that now you look at gaming and even platform games, and there's like there's so many things that are done technically better. Oh, so much um, better. <laughs> Sorry, but so so oh, yeah, but but like when I go back, like I'm, the nostalgia is 100 percent part of it. But it's just something that it's like it just gives me that warm feeling every time that I play them through, and like the music, which which I know at the back again. Oh, like, I, I, I fall asleep and I hear. Right, exactly. Yeah, yeah, dude. Even even the passwords menu music fucking slaps. Like that's how great the soundtrack is. I think I part of me learned to play the guitar when I was a kid because I wanted to learn Mega Man themes, and it's I never did because my fingers are too. I'm about to say that's that's ambitious. I would say the least. Right. Yeah. But but that's like that's the thing. Like with especially with that soundtrack. Like it's like it's it feels almost like if you if you translated it to like electric guitar, it would almost sound like a Dragon Force song. Like it would, it's it's almost like a speed metal like Iron Maiden thing. Well, and I think that's why that that kind of genre really gravitated towards the eight, eight especially eight bit era of music because yeah, oh, sure. basically yeah the, the the chords and everything pretty much align that it makes sense. And of course, there is that built in nostalgia. Um, and I, I, I totally get it. Like, and there is a lot of charm with Mega Man too. Like I completely get it. Like 
in it, it, it's like to me like there's always those games you you always play rebet like to me it's like sonic uh super mario 64 banjo kazooie sonic adventure like i know there's better games than that even in their own series however mm. well okay maybe not banjo kazooie necessarily but because i think that <laughs> I was actually say troy banjo kazooie <laughs> actually kind of peaks in the first one but again i digress there will be an episode of that eventually um but like especially with mario and sonic like they had better games in their series but it's like there's just something about those games and again it's just the soundtrack how they play nostalgia i completely get it and with Mega Man 2 it just it has a lot of love it has a lot of charm it has a lot of character there's so much about this game that i get why like this is the one the fans go to and it really you can kind of tell from the development of the game which I don't know if you guys noticed. I, I'm pretty sure it's now known for most gamers who have played this game and like pl- uh, played the Mega Man series that um, Mega Man 1 wasn't really a critical... Uh, well, it was a critical hit, but it didn't sell well. In fact, it barely sold enough to the point that Capcom really didn't want it to continue. Like They were kind of done with it, but the uh, game director... I'm pronouncing his... I'm going to pronounce his name wrong. I'm sorry. Akari Karamash... Uh, Akira Kitamura. Okay, Akira Kumura. Like, yeah. he fought for this game, basically. Like, yeah. to the point that Capcom, the only reason why Capcom allowed this sequel to happen is for them to development on their free time over other, like, before other, pro- after other project that they were currently working on. So basically, this game was a passion project at the end of yeah. the day, which might be one of the yeah. first. I mean, I don't want to say the first of its time because I feel like almost any game would be a passion project, but I feel like truly like a game that they wanted to make out of pure love. And there's actually a quote here um, I'm seeing um, again from the Wikipedia page. I know I do very in-depth research here, (laughs) but uh, they talk about like, so we uh, of our own accord get together, spend our own time. We work really, really hard, you know, just 20 hours, days to complete this because we were really making something we wanted to make. Probably in all my years of actually being in the video game, uh, being in the video game industry, that uh, that was the best time of working at Capcom because we were doing that we we were doing something that we wanted to do and it was really showed in the game because it's a game once again that we put all our time and effort and love to uh, so to speak into it designing it and that was from Kijiga Inafuna uh, in an interview in uh, April of 2004 and honestly I think that's a perfect quote for the development of this game because you oh, can for sure. you can fucking tell this was like they love Mega Man. <laughs> Oh, absolutely, yeah, and well, it, it speaks also to like Capcom was a very successful studio at one, at, you know, at given points, and it speaks a lot to it that, that yeah, that was uh, Keiji Inafune. Uh, he was one of the uh, the head artists. Like I think he yeah uh, was one of the main designers of Mega Man himself. Uh, that it speaks volumes that like I don't think he ever even was the lead director on any of the eight bit. Mega Man games, I don't but think he's so either. Considered, he's considered like the driving force of Mega Man. Where like when he came back for I believe Mega Man Eleven, like it was a big deal, and it was like kind of like show of faith. It's like oh he's involved. Like it, it, it speaks a lot to like the, and the success of Mega Man Two that he went from being an artist on the Mega Man games to being the head of freaking Capcom. Uh, That's you know, true. Like Ten years he- later. 
because like it, it just his passion for it and like just the quality of work that he specifically showed like speaks volumes yeah, he definitely i mean he's a legend in the industry for a reason um i don't think he came back for 11 because uh, he started his own company um we're not going to talk about the game because it's just one of those maybe internet... not i i might be speaking out of my butt but... but he did come back he did do he did bring it back for the class like when there was that classic revival series of uh back in maybe the, that's like, what i'm thinking late of. 2000 for Mega Man 8 and 9 that, that that's, that's what okay that's what i'm thinking of or Mega Man 9 and 10 that's what i meant 8 was the yeah. last Mega Man game for a little bit um yeah right. that's it and uh, and yeah, he did the big Western push for Capcom, which again I don't want to do it because I don't want to talk about it too much because it's such an easy internet punching bag that led to that Kickstarter game and all that. But I mean, oh, God. He, there there's so much to love about his vision for Mega Man and specifically in Mega Man Two, and I, I just like again, it, I mean, and that's all that's really interesting about it. I mean, again, they spend like all their time to like. Uh, on the side to like make this game happen and it only was developed in three to four months which is crazy to think about now because most games i don't think you can really do that anymore no and it's and it was three to four months in their spare time oh. like it was three to four months like as a part-time job while they were working eight to ten hour days on other projects like that's insane oh, yeah. they were able to make something that is a classic of its genre uh, and something that that was received so well and innovated so many different things in the video game world that they did it as just as a side deal in three and a half months. Like that's I wish that was insane. my side hustle. Like that's a side hustle. I know, like right? a, a yeah. side project that turns out to be my masterpiece. <laughs> right, exactly. It's like, oh yeah, okay, you know, I got home from work and work on my side thing. Oh, it's your side thing. Uh GTA five. I know, right? Like, yeah, just you. And I think the reason why you just can't do that anymore, because that that used to be kind of the side hustle for the gaming industry, particularly in the eight bit, sixteen bit, and the PC world, the early PC world of the early nineties, because they just they, um. I think people we were starting to get to the groove, especially in the sixteen bit and early PC built uh games, that they kind of knew how to develop these age engines and really take advantage of them. With now, it's like. I, I don't think that has changed. Like people know these engines, but there's so much more work that goes into video games, and there's so much oh, more sure. at risk that I just don't think it's just honestly humanly possible. Like you could probably try, but you're definitely uh, sacrificing a lot to the point that something's gonna give, and it might hurt. Sure, um, yeah. But I mean, but, but at the same time, you still do hear of those like passion project, like singular vision thing. like you look at something like a stardew valley and oh yeah like, i mean that's just it's just one guy's passion project that he just i mean i don't know if he i, I doubt he did in his spare time but it very well could have started of him just like you know as a side hustle thing like you just started on it and it turned into this huge thing that people love so i i, I mean, don't it's oh sorry oh no i was just gonna say i mean it's it's doable but yeah it's definitely a different era and it's a different time of gaming where like you couldn't just like mess around you know in, in your off days and create you know you know red dead redemption or metal Gear solid or something and, like and that. that's what i more mean like though like the really big triple a stardew valley i mean i think it started as a side hustle but then he originally he really went all in and actually quit his job and really took a gamble on it oh sure and, yeah yeah, yeah. And, and, and it that, paid off i'm oh, sure oh it paid off significantly like again it's yeah. the most i think it's outside of like 
maybe the smaller teams of like of eight developers for like the shovel knights and the celestes of the world like stardew valley is like the pinnacle of development of one man making this project um i know undertale is another one because toby fox played a bit yeah but again it's because the eight because those games are i think you're able to do that because of the the technology that requires it's not as demanding as like a triple a title and it's not exactly yeah i'm not trying to talk down to these games there's a reason why we still go back to these games for charm but again like i just don't you don't hear it as much today at the level of like a capcom like capcom would not do this today at all like they right would, oh no for sure yeah they will bat a freaking eye like they will not let this happen right and, right but but it's it's just again it's so it's such an amazing story to hear and you can tell don't tell totally tell the heart and soul went into this game because it's it's just filled with charm i mean just from the soundtrack alone if you guys hear like the the menu music i I'm just oh god like it's 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 or it's pretty much orgasmic like this soundtrack is amazing <laughs> and I'm pretty sure I lost my virginity to it yes yeah, so I know <laughs> I mean that sounds about right I mean I mean I'm mean, I'm okay with it I mean I can live and trust me I was a quick man so it, it made sense <laughs> oh my god <laughs> already I just I we already got off the rails but I love it I. I completely love it here, but um, let's talk about the gameplay, um, the bread and butter of any game, really. And I mean, to really okay, going from Mega Man One to Two, to be perfectly honest, there's not that much that really changed gameplay wise. Yeah, I mean, the the, the bones are definitely there. It's they had just a good foundation little... already in place. <laughs> exactly, yeah, and it, it's just the little changes, like. So like the first game has like a point system and like which was totally pointless. <laughs> exactly, which I mean nobody. Yeah, you don't play that game for that. Um, so they strip that away. But also the first game was freaking impossible. Like it's it, it's just it's such a difficult game. Like the, the learning curve of it is it's just so. It is- insanely difficult uh for a game that's ultimately designed for children i i again i just think that that was the design philosophy because these games were so short and you wanted to get your money's worth so they made it perfectly hard sure. so so you can get some re- like va- value in it because there's a lot of cheap deaths and i mean even Mega Man 2 has it too like just a lot of games <laughs> of this era has it because sure that was just the design and i mean you can't get away with it now like right can- but but Mega Man 2, I feel like they specifically went in knowing that criticism of the first one. Like, I, I think that the difficulty level of Mega Man was probably one of the key driving factors of it not doing well commercially. So I think they went into Mega Man 2 and they added different elements to it to to, to lessen the difficulty of it. It's still a difficult game. Oh, yeah, I was about to say, it's still like, a hard-as-nails game. It, it is, but like, but they by adding like so like adding the password system, to where like, it, it, which I believe was one of the first, I believe it might be the first game to not only have a password system, but to have it to where it specifically will put you where you were in regards to lives, uh, energy tanks, and who you've beaten already. Um, I yes. don't know that there were games before that that had such a specific password system. I would. Um, I, I think you're right on that. I mean, I 
because yeah, the NES it was notorious because uh, you didn't have save state. That didn't really come until the 16-bit era. I think right. the only game that had like save states was Super Mario Brothers 3, but that was like the juggernaut of that generation. Right. Um, exactly. Yeah. Because it was expensive. It was expensive to have these battery packs in these cartridges. Because uh, exactly. So a lot of companies just wouldn't do that. And yeah, Mega Man 2. I think. If, if it wasn't the first one, it was definitely one of the mainstream games that really, like, solidified that system. Especially in the detail that they do, like, that you can enter this password and you have everything that you got to that certain point back then. Exactly, out. yeah. Like, 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 a, like a true save state, essentially. Um, yeah, it's, it, it, like, that, and I think that they specifically introduced that concept because, it, as a method to alleviate... The difficulty of the first one then, they, then the other major one was the energy tanks energy tanks weren't yes. in the first game and like they specifically threw them in as a way to say like okay it's here you go like <laughs> if you get so frustrated like like even like like i said i've, I've played and beaten this game well over a hundred times but even i have difficulty like especially like like the final wily battles like oh god yeah I, I if i if i don't go into it with like at least one energy tank it's it's very possible that i won't beat him you, you just uh, might as well you know, just like say i'm done i'm like might as well try it, exact exactly yeah so it's uh i mean it, it definitely helps to alleviate it and i think that those kind of little additions to it were a great nudge to like kind of be like okay we'll make this at least a little bit more fan friendly, and that's that's before we even mentioned like when they ported it or not ported it, but when they when they released it to North America, like they added the normal difficulty and difficult, which difficult in America was just the normal in Japan because we need things easier here. Oh yeah, because I mean, perfect example: of Super Mario Brothers is Super Mario Brothers Two, like the Japanese the lost levels, which. I don't think it's necessarily good game design because uh, I hate Super Mario uh, Brothers, the lost levels. Those are like, to me, the bane <laughs> of my existence. It's just like, it's purposely hard just to piss you off. And oh, absolutely, yeah. It, it sacrifices. It's just there to frustrate. Yeah, it's just there to frustrate to the point, like, it's not even clever level, level design. Again, that's not the game that we're talking about. I do think Mega Man 2 does do a little better job. But before we go deeper into the gameplay, I do want to kind of briefly touch about the story. Which, I mean, again, it's it's a typical platformer story. Um, it's a sci-fi. I love it's the year tw- uh, 2000X. We never yes. know what year in 2000. So technically already the first decade of the 21st century. As far as we know, the events of Mega Man has already happened in 2020. As far they as did. Yeah, like... It was, it was the summer of 2008. Yeah, the summer of 2008. Like, we all remember that, right? Like... Yeah. Like... Yeah, I, Dark Dark Knight came out and a bunch of robots did battle. Like we, we all remember this. Yeah, we all remember this, right? From two thousand eight, like you know, <laughs> but like that was the reason why Obama got got elected as president because he promised exactly. to stop Doctor Wiley. <laughs> exactly. He had a very he had a very pro Doctor Light platform that that really spoke to Middle America. Well, people don't notice, but Doctor Light was uh in his cap uh cabinet uh, at the very beginning. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Yeah, he was the secretary of the, of the health. Oh man, like, I don't know. I, I don't think that's a real thing, but it was for Doctor. We, we we made we made it possible for Doctor Light because he's a, g- a great man. But again, exactly. in the year of like 2000X, uh, a super robot named Mega Man was created by Doctor Light to destroy, uh, stop the mysterious evil genius Doctor Wily' ambition to conquer the world. And basically, uh, 
It sounds like it takes place one year after his defeat in the first game on June 9th. Yeah, the summer. Holy crap. I didn't know there was actually a Pacific date for this. I just assumed it was... <laughs> it just... It just, you know, like timeless void, I guess. But like uh, another... He created another eight ver uh, robot masters to defeat Mega Man and eventually take over the world and cause havoc. It may sound like I'm brushing through the story, but that's really the gist of the Mega Man games. Like, yeah, they're very simple. They're very simple at their core, and it's it's funny because now when I play video games, like I am so into the story that's being told to me. Like that that supersedes even gameplay in a lot of ways, a lot of the time for me. But like. I, when I go back to Mega Man 2, it's like, I don't care. Like, I don't care about a, an overarching story. And in fact, the Mega Man games that do start to get more into the lore annoy the crap out of me. Like, I'm, I'm just like... Are you saying more like an X-Series? Like, because right, X definitely right, goes like more X-Series and... Yeah, and all of that. I'm just like, I don't need all of this. Like, I, I don't need you to... I, I don't need cutscenes. Like, it's, you know, I don't need that. I just, I just want to choose which bosses I'm going to fight and go through their levels and beat them. Like, that's... It's straight and to the point. And it's, it's strange, but, like, it's it's just that simplicity, I think, is what makes it work so well. I, I agree. I mean, and the, I mean, that's just all you need sometimes. Like, you just need a game where you just, like, you know you have your antagonist. It's an interesting antagonist. I do think Dr. Wily is a great antagonist, a great sure. villain to motivate because you need a motivation to get through the game you just can't play a game just to like oh i just want to play these levels you know like you need right. some motivation and they built it enough where you're like hey you're the good guy this bad guy's fucking shit up stop him and yeah. but the reason why you're so motivated is because the character like there's so much character to it like as much as like it may not seem on paper or okay well the art is great for these like the 8-bit games but like when you're just seeing it like on the screen it may not seem enough but it oozes with charm even with the limited capacity uh li limited oh absolutely yeah with the limited ver like restrictions they had at that era of gaming and like the right robot yeah i mean just yeah the number of sprites that they use for you know for each character build and i mean there's things going on in the background it's a little bit like it's not much but like just, yeah, the level design, like, what's happening in the foreground and the background. Like, there's, like, you look at something like uh, like Metal Man stage, for instance. Yes. Like, there's all of these things happening, and it's probably why that's probably the worst stage for, like, the kind of, like, buggy, like, you know, kind of, like, flashing, you know, that's that That screen, that screen fl fl flickering, yeah. The, the flicker, exactly, yeah. Like, like especially, like, when, like, in, I don't know if you remember, but, like, the, the part where you're, like, going down the platform... Uh, and it's going, the platform's going one direction or the other, and then, like, there's, like, you know, drills coming through the floor and the ceiling at you. Yeah. Like, it's, it, it flashes, it flickers crazy, like, crazy, but it's because there's so much happening on the screen for an 8-bit game that most 8-bit games can't say they tried as much. Yeah, like, I mean, only the few, like, the the big dogs, like Mario, Castlevania, Contra, right, right, like, right, those yeah. are the only ones... Right, and and ones that put a lot more time and money into it behind them than what this one had. Yeah, and also even like the design. I mean, if you even just look at the art, which is great, like the rope, like the robot master design are so great, and like each spewed character, not just because of their specific weapon that they you they have to fight, but also just the robot designs in general. Like each of them, oh for sure, fit yeah. their theme. They're all interesting. Yeah, like it's just it's simple enough 
that has enough charm with it that I just really right. admire. However, I mean, speak, if we're talking about the art, we do have to talk about the infamous. Um, and I think the reason maybe why it may have been not a critical hit is the U.S. Uh, this, the box art. I don't know what Capcom thinks oh, about God. it. <laughs> like, you have to talk about it because it's like it's now so infamous. It's infamous in the series to the point that they kind of just own it and kind of have fun with it <laughs> right. sometimes. But it's like who in marketing fucking thought this was a good idea? So I so I've, I've heard that it was basically like the the guy that drew, that drew the art for the cover of it didn't know anything about the video game whatsoever. He was just told that Mega Man uses a gun. Yes. And so he designed the art for it. it's like I don't, I don't know if you've ever seen that. There's like these uh, fa- there's a, a series of famous movies that for their like Nigerian release, like somewhere in Africa, there's like an artist that is the person that draws the posters and the covers for their African release that has never seen any of these movies. And so you've got, like, Space Jam with, like, a crappy drawing of Michael Jordan, like, shooting a gun at Bugs Bunny and, like, Bugs Bunny's missing an arm. Like, it's, it's absurd and crazy, but, like, they're hilarious to look at. And I'm pretty sure it's the same just with this and it was like literally like yeah he's he's a he's a man he's mega he's got a gun draw yeah, it yeah yeah and i remember, i think they even talked uh the artist actually did talk about the game uh like not the game the drawing of it because he i think he had a very strict time constraint like i think it was either a 24 or 48 hours it's like some ridiculous amount of time to come up <laughs> and it shows and, and it definitely shows. and yeah and, it, and they only gave him so much information because you can't play the game you know really play the game and get an understanding right and i and i think to the point that it almost becomes its own charm with these covers i think they stop after three i think still had that cover but i think after that they kind of slowly moved away from it no, I think three is the first one that actually has Mega Man on it because it. I vividly remember it has Spark Man on three. That's right. That's right. Yeah, I I, I had to like go back and like really look at them, but right. I think Mega Man. I know at least Mega Man one and two definitely were fa- inf- infamous right. with these box arts. Because I, I think by the time 3 came around, like, whoever drew it had no excuse to not have played Mega Man 2. Like, this artist, you could be true. forgiven. It's like, I never heard of Rockman, Mega Man, whatever. But, like, but Mega Man 2, I mean, it sold, what, 1.5 million copies or something? I mean, it's one of the most successful... I yeah. think it's still the most successful Capcom game ever. No, no, um, well, uh, it's certainly one of the... It's not the most successful Capcom game any, uh, ever made. That's now Monster Hunter World at like ten million or something like that. But also, I uh, even okay, think well. like I even think Capcom like kind of does even really keep up with a lot of their records because I I still can't believe that. Like to me, I'm like, how is Street Fighter Two not on that list? Because uh, right, well, it is on the list, but it's like, how is that not number one to me? Because that was, well, like, I, I also think Street Fighter Two like well, one, there's so many versions of Street Fighter Two. That's but also, also true. because. It, nobody actually owned Street Fighter 2. We all just played the same friend's copy of it. Like that's, or we played the arcade like, version of it. Like we, or we played the arcade version. Yeah, it's like we all had a friend. It's it's like how nobody actually subscribes to Netflix. Like we all just share a friend's Netflix and yes. it just goes somewhere. Like I'm pretty sure that was everybody's copy of Street Fighter 2. Yeah, but it um Mega Man 2 is the biggest, uh, the best selling Mega Man game uh, accordingly with more than 1.5 million copies sold, which. I mean, okay. Even in the NES era, like even today, that's still very good numbers. Like that's a, oh like, sure, yeah, that, that's very good. But also the fa- 
like that's good just to even think about that only just came out on the nes on one platform the fact that it was able to sell that much is fantastic and you know i mean it's just uh i mean there's a reason why it's such a fan favorite because again the charm of the game how it plays that soundtrack i mean there's so much here uh but um let's kind of talk about more of the gameplay though i just wanted to touch more on the the story a little bit but um what's famous about the game outside of the password is the boss order now i feel like there is a everyone has their different boss order uh but there's apparently now a universal boss order of how you should play it here so so you you told me this and I'm, i'm interested to hear what this universally accepted boss order is because i've always just played the same boss order since i was a kid like it's just always how i kind of figured out was best for me so i'm curious to see how on point it is so this is the one that if you actually google it this is the one that pulls up um so it tells you to do make a uh, metal man first which i feel like that's the one that everyone Obviously. does first always because for sure you get the uh you get the uh the, the metal blade yeah the metal blade from that yeah the, it's it's the best it's the most devastating weapon in video game history don't fight me on that it, it's definitely in the conversation i definitely <laughs> i definitely think it is in the conversation it has a very- i would it when it comes to Mega Man 2, I like to make outlandish claims and very hyperbolic claims and then just never I will fucking fight favorite. you if you disagree. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's not what I'm... Right, ex- exactly. Oh, the, uh, the freaking, the big, the big effing gun from Doom? Yeah, fuck that. Metal. Yeah, yeah, fuck that. D- does that shoot in every direction? No. Get out of here. I mean, I would love to have that conversation just so you can just ha- like just retort with this like fight me. I dare you. Like I actually, right. I'm- well, it's yeah. It's 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 fun to be hyperbolic about clearly objective things, but at the same time, like I, I truly like. I think the reason why Metal Man is it's it was it's always been my number one go to for the first boss, and it's but it's I, I it doesn't surprise me that it's the universal one. It's because it really is like having a cheat code for the rest of the game. It, that it metal, makes the game so much sense. To spend, right, and you're gonna spend most of the game on as Metal Man. Like that, that using the Metal Blade is going to be. I, I, I just played it. Like I said, I just played it through before we recorded, and I think I was on Metal Blade for roughly sixty five percent. It's the best of, weapon in the game. Of my run down. through. Yeah, it's the hands best, down, hands down. It's the best weapon in the game. Like that's, I mean, I actually, and I think they even realize it because it becomes less and less useful against the bosses as you go. Like once you get to yes. Wily's Castle and beyond, it becomes less and less useful. And like, there's some bosses that like it doesn't do anything against because I think they realize like, yeah, I mean, it's it's kind of. You've used this enough. Yeah, that's... You, not- you need to use Crash Man's once. <laughs> it, um, but uh, that I that's where I kind of differ. I actually didn't start with Metal Man when I played it uh, back in 2018. You're, you're an insane person. I, I, I know. Looking back, I'm like, no wonder why I had such like a hard time. <laughs> um, you're a raging psychopath. It was my second... It was the second level because I realized where my... Because at that point, like I put too much effort. Like I have to beat this first level. I put too much time. I have to see it to the end. Um, I did eventually put Metal Man as my second boss, but I so did. So who's your first? I did Woodman. Interesting. Yeah, it's just and people. Yeah, I get that same result, and I don't know why I did Woodman. It was just I think it was the because you get the the crash bomb or the uh, fire the 
right? You get the Leafs. You, you yeah. get the Leafs. From that's Wood that's Man. why. And I yeah, the Leafs shield. And really, um, um, I was more familiar at that point Mega Man's design from Super Smash Brothers when they brought him in for that. Um, and that's oh, one. Of his, and, and, and the Leafs shield is one of his. <laughs> that was one of the ones, and I think of that maybe. Course. Yeah, like, that makes so much sense. It makes, I mean, <laughs> like, at this point, like the only like, but by the time I played Mega Man two, like the only real influence I had of Mega Man outside of like the Saturday morning cartoon show from WB Kids WB that I liked, I didn't love it, um, but I never even played the Battle Network games that those were advertising. Is Super Smash Brothers when Sakurai brought it in, our Lord and Savior yeah. Sakurai? I have to always say that because <laughs> uh, he one he, uh, oh, oh. <laughs> I I will I worship that man. That man has done so much for gaming. But I digress. But I think that's the reason why. Like I, I made it. It made it not think that way at first when i played it but now thinking about it like with some time i'm like yeah that's the only thing that makes fucking sense with it like that's hilarious it's hilarious and yeah to hear you describe it's like oh okay yeah that that makes, it makes sense. sense it's it's stupid but yes, it makes I agree. total sense <laughs> it's, it, it's completely stupid but yeah like it makes total that's, sense that's funny yeah, yeah that's but, great but, but yeah because no because woodman Absolutely not. That, no, that he's like right in the middle. Like he's, I think, because he beats air. Well, we can get to, to the to yeah. the. I'm yeah. I'm curious what the 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 universal so called order is. So after I, the, after Metal Man has to be Bubble Man, right? Actually, no. It's Air Man. What? Yeah, that's what I'm getting uh, here. Metal it's, Man to that doesn't make any sense because what man beats Air Man? Yeah, it's I, you beat you beat Airman with the leaf shield with like two heads. I mean, okay, even the person who like so like the order that you get when you Google it, like the first thing you see, and then like you, you even go into it. He even like suggests like honestly, it's hard to suggest an order because unlike every game, there's real. He even admits there's not really a real pattern. The only thing that's kind of almost universally acclaimed is the fact that you start with Metal Man. <laughs> right. Yeah, and there and, well, and I mean there there's some that it it alleviates it if you do this person before this person so like like metal blade beats bubble man in like three hits so i mean so my order is metal bubble flash because uh, flash you could technically start with flash man also that's true. because you just you just use the mega buster to beat flash man but i i would go metal bubble flash um and then i go heat because bubble beats heat in like five hits i want to say mm-hmm. and then woodman after that you can really throw in woodman anytime after that but uh woodman you can be either with the the charged heat, the atomic blast or you can beat him with metal man in like eight or nine hits um but then airman comes after woodman because woodman the leaf shield destroys airman yeah and then you go from airman to crash man because airman's uh tornadoes beat crash man in like two hits and then you always finish with quick because absolutely I hate that level, and that's why you end with quick after you've already gotten the hang of it because those stupid light beams that come from the side yeah, are like the bane of my childhood existence. It, it's in like reading. It's more like he like apparently this person got a lot of suggestions, and he even like I freely admit this one is weird, but I chose it not only for the weapon but also the items that you get like because I think like the item one and two. Sure. That play, sure. I can see that playing a factor. So I'll just say it right yeah. now. It's Mega Man. Uh, not Mega Man. Metal Man, Air Man, Crash Man, Bubble Man, Heat Man, Wood Man, Flash Man, and then Quick Man. 
I mean, okay, sure. I think you're, I still think you're going to Iron Man too quickly, but I mean, there's some of those make a little bit of sense. Like, what would be the order you normally tackle it on? Like, what's your set order? So, so my setup is always metal, bubble, flash, heat, wood, air, crash, quick. Okay. And without fail, every single time it's that. Um, okay, that makes sense. And I can kind of see, like, because, yeah, some of it, like, okay, it fits this list, but then, like, you, you can see where you switch a lot. Right, because there's some bosses that, like, for sure their weakness is a different one. And then there's some of them that it's like, I mean, you could feasibly go through and just beat everybody with the Mega Buster. But I think I why would you did do that? that? It, kind of, it kind of defeats the purpose of, like, the... Like that's it's what it's what I always like. It, it's I like to say that Mega Man Two is one of the first, if not the first, like sandbox games because it's truly one of the first games that's not strictly linear with how you can play it. You can technically go through it and play it in whatever order you want, but there is an order that makes more sense if you want to make it easier on yourself. I wouldn't say like sandbox, like to probably the definition that we use sandbox. Well, sure, today, sure. I mean, but, but uh, yeah, I, get, I, just, I, I mean, it, it led to the concept of sandbox, where like it's literally you can just do whatever you want. It's definitely one of the only games from that era, really, that truly like wasn't so linear. Like, there's so many different ways you can tackle it compared to right. like a Mario, where even though right. there's different way, like there's interesting ways you can get from point A to point B, you're still just going to point A to point B. Oh, for sure, yeah, and you're and you're doing that with Mega Man also, but it's like you can go from A to C to B if you want, or or A to D, G, or G to H to F, you know, like it's. It, but again, I'm, I'm sticking with my my use of hyperbole and saying that it's the first sandbox game. I, 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 I oh my god, okay, we won't <laughs> we won't hear, but no, it, it, it's definitely like I think that's what brings a lot of the charm to it. And I I honestly think it's one of the reasons why this that why the game has aged well. Is because you can go into this game almost in a completely different way than any other per, per person. Like there's so many sure. different ways to tackle it that, again, like that's, starting with Woodman. You, I, I know. I'm. A, I, I'm. A, I. I don't know why. Like again, like it makes sense why. Like kind of saying it like that. Right. Right. Yeah. But I'm like, man, I, I, I fucked up. Um, <laughs> But like no wonder what like because I remember like it like after I beat Woodman, everything else was easy with Metal Man. You're right, yeah, yeah. Everything else like I actually like the the bosses were not the hardest part. The hardest part of those levels was just getting through the levels because some of the bosses, oh sure some sure. of the BS which we can like I would like to let's uh, let's definitely talk about a little bit. Um, <laughs> uh, it's like the, the disappearing blocks. Oh god. And I didn't know there was an S point for that. Like you can just use one of the. I, I don't know. It's item one or two or one of the. It's item two. Item the, two is the jet, which is basically uh, pre-rush. <laughs> right. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like that's that's the one that kind of like kept going because like in three when you introduce rush you've got the 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 cat like the spring, uh, you've got the boat and then you've got yes. or the submarine and then you've yeah. got the jet and the jet was the one they looked at as like this one kind of makes the most sense because the other items in this one are like a thing of candy that bounces that's like becomes a platform once it hits a wall that's yeah. kind of stupid and then there's a like a platform that you just shoot that has like kind of like a copy that just goes straight up from where you shoot it i can at least say this and I'm that one you use a lot more I, I'm just gonna say this. I'm glad that those exist in this game because honestly, 
I mean, I get why it was that level of the, uh, like why it was that design of in that era of gaming because of just the limitations of what the NES can do and just what the medium was at that point. Yeah. But fuck! <laughs> oh my yeah. god! Like that block. I actually did the block. I didn't do the exploit. I was kind of mad that I realized there was an exploit because I'm like, I would have done it. I, I'm not gonna lie. Right. I would have freaking done yeah. it. Uh, but yeah, I using guess- using the jet is definitely. I mean, it's definitely an easier way to get through Heatman stage for sure. But I just, I, I did the blocks, and I mean, I get war flashbacks with that, like I, because <laughs> you have to like, and it's like milliseconds, like you have to know it. It's trial and error at its finest, and you just have to know the pattern to just get through, or else you're dead. And I'm so glad I played it in the uh, re-releases, the Legacy Collection, because you can technically re- rewind. <laughs> And exactly. I did it a lot for that. I'm, I'm, if it, if it <laughs> destroys my gaming credibility, so be it. I will own up to it. I freaking, right. I use it for that. Like, there's definitely parts of the game I use that rewind quite a bit, just so I don't have to oh, freaking yeah. deal with the passwords and stuff like that. Yeah, it's kind, of, it's kind of like on the Switch. Like whenever I play Ninja Gaiden now, like I'm, I'm using that rewind frequently throughout. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like it's one of those things. Like I'm glad those exist for these type of like revisiting these games because i don't know if i would have honestly beat mega man 2 front and back if it wasn't for it i, mean, I probably yeah. would because there is the password it's just like you know adds a little couple more seconds to your playthrough but still it's just uh, some of these like and then some of the cheap deaths of this game sure like, it's just and, and again like it's a criticism but in a way it was that era of gaming like to kind of keep you f- to keep on going that isn't like oh this game really only takes 45 minutes to beat <laughs> right yeah, yeah yeah like i mean yeah you you could be you could speed run through mega man 2 i think it's like in 30 minutes or so um i usually get it i usually get it like between 45 minutes to an hour um but i also i'm not necessarily trying to speed through it i'm just trying to you know have fun and get through it um but yeah it's it's definitely one that yeah they they had to make it difficult and make it a challenge at least at first to to keep the game going yeah which it's a design of uh, for gaming that i'm glad that has been sort mostly ditched because i mean some of these designs like it was in a modern game i would like honestly give up and like sure it's a major although although i mean there's something to be said though like like you look at a game like cuphead like cuphead is a game that it works because of its difficulty, because of the fact that it consistently, like, it rewards you for beating a level, but also it frustrates the ever-loving shit out of you until you do eventually beat it, that I think that's what makes that game in particular work. Like, if that was an easier game, I don't think it would be nearly as fun or as absorbing. I agree on that, but I think the difference between like Mega Man 2 and Cuphead, uh, like the difficulty wise, is like I feel like all my deaths in Cuphead was never truly cheap. Where with oh, Mega- gotcha. like like they're more they're more earned when you yeah. die in Cuphead. Like I can see where Which, I to, where I to a point up. there there was there right, but there's definitely somewhere I'm like oh come on. Yeah, like I mean I had those, but it's like and then I think about it, like oh, I can I can kind of see where I could have potentially dodge it. 
Mega Man 2, on the other hand, there were definitely some deaths that, like... <laughs> sure. BS. Yeah, there, there's some... Right, yeah, there's definitely some where it's like, oh, come on, that was a glitch, clear. Like, it flickers because yes. the dragon hit you and knocked you off your platform. Like, yeah, no, I, I definitely get that. Yeah, and, and that's really... And honestly, that's probably my biggest criticism of the game. It's just the difficulty can be a little cheap at some times, but that was just kind of the games of those times sure it's like it's a criticism it does hold i i do hold that against it but at the same time it's like a very very small criticism at the end of the day but before we uh uh, get a little bit more i do want to talk about the speed run a little bit because we talk about how fast so um the speed run record of this game is 26 minutes uh 26 minutes and 37 seconds Jesus that, Christ. That's the current uh, world record speedrun. Uh, yeah, like, no, I'm like, holy crud. I would love to watch the speedrun. I love watching speedruns. I do too. I've been getting into them in the quarantine. It's it's weird. Like, I, I feel like it's me slowly losing grip on my reality and my sanity. But, like, yeah, I've been watching people doing speedruns of, like, TMNT for Nintendo. Oh, it's, or, like, or, like, setting the world record for, like, NES Ninja Gaiden and stuff like that. It's like, it's frustrating because it's like in the back of my head, I look at it as like it like a, like a uh, somebody who masters a really difficult solo on the guitar, like yeah. just the amount of precision and timing and finger dexterity, just like everything with it. And then I see like people doing speed runs of these games, and it's like they're purposefully getting hit by this uh, enemy so that it bounces them over this one. It's like are you? Are you kidding me? Like, stop that! Like, it's it's oh, yeah. it's frustrating for me. Like, who's always learned his video games to like avoid taking damage? And it's like, no, this is how you actually do this. Because if you take damage, you can actually glitch to this part. Right. Yeah, exactly. Is- and it, it pisses me off, but at the same time, it's fascinating because it's I- like, how do you even figure that out? Oh man, it's so fascinating. Especially if you, t- you like you hear the speedrunners talk about how they figure it out. It's so fascinating. I, it's it's so interesting to me. Because I definitely have dived into it more in the recent years. And I love, because in platform games, those are a lot of these speedruns. And, like, a lot of these games, I always have to, I feel you kind of have to talk about the speedrun enough. Because I feel it has now embodied a lot of these games' communities. And the reason why some of these people do go back to these games because they want to work on their times. Right, exactly. And, like, that's, like, I remember because it used to be the goal was just to beat the game. But it eventually gets to the point where, like, I mean, like, like I said, like with Mega Man 2, like beating it is easy for me at this point because I've done it so many times, and it's just yeah. it's just ingrained now. But yeah, I mean, it's like now the goal is to like, what's the fastest I can do it? And I get it, I get it. It's just like kind of like I don't know. It it kind of defeats the purpose of it a little bit. It, it kind of does, but then it brings a whole new life into the game. Sure, that I feel like it can't. Sure. Out like sure yeah very very true the one that always makes i'm always so fascinated but also makes me a little angry because i'm like how did i not able to do that is super mario 64 because some of the exploits of that game i'm like i played this game so much as a kid and i like i hate that i was never able to do that (laughs) yeah like oh my god and it's like i don't know like it's i i admire the speedrun community like oh for sure yeah and for me, it's, it's always fun, like, like I mentioned, Ninja Gaiden and TMNT, because those are two games that I played for hours on end and never was able to beat. And these people are like, it's like they're laughing in my face at not even being able to beat the game. And they're like, <laughs> I'm going to do it in like 12 minutes. 
Oh my god! I mean, I could see that. I don't think that's the intent, but I could see that, like the how that. I it's they, it's a very smug look that those people have. I I definitely <laughs> I definitely agree to a certain extent, but you know it, it is what it is. But anyway, oh exactly, yeah. No, I, it's it, here's the thing: if I could do it, I'd absolutely be that smug. I'd be like, Haha, plebes. Oh my god! I I love it. Oh my god. It's the same but <laughs> let's um before we kind of start closing out and do like our closing thoughts uh let's kind of talk about the wily castle levels because to me that outside of like the blocks that's when really the game is like fuck you <laughs> yes i mean well it's it's the first because with with each of the boss levels you don't need i like you could run them through as just you know, regular blue bomber, Mega Man, Mega Buster. You could run them through without using any items whatsoever. The first level that you absolutely have to start using your items and have to start using uh, your boss powers is Wily Castle, Wily Stage One. Yes, yes, yeah, and I think that was one of the reasons why I had such a hard time with those levels at first is because. You, I didn't really knew what the items one to like those items did, and the game doesn't really tell you, or really doesn't even like kind of make a big deal about them. You kind of just find out on your own. But then- sure, but at the, but at the same time, like, I mean, I, I don't know. It's it's weird because like I don't remember. Like now, it makes total sense. Like now, oh, yeah. I, I know exactly where I need to use each of them. But like, like there, there's a part in. Wiley's Castle 1, where you're, like, on the far right side of the screen, you've got a ladder, and then on the upper left corner, there's another ladder, and you have to figure out how you're going to get from that ladder to the ladder, and you use item 1, and you shoot three of them, and you have to stand on the edge, and then you eventually, like, you can make it up to the top. Now I know that. I know that for sure. That's what I'm supposed to do. But, like, thinking back at it, like, when I was a kid... I don't know how long it probably took my stupid brain to figure out that's what I'm supposed to do. I think I had and to it's look the online. Only way to do it. Yeah, I had. To, I think I had to look online for that one. But again, it it also just goes in that like it is a criticism, but it also kind of goes into that era of gaming where it's like there it is very limited and they can only tell you so much through the game. Sure, sure. Yeah. I but I, to me, like that's not something to be critical about like to me that's like it's a puzzle that like that, yeah there's one solution to the puzzle i i can see that i again and i mean all my criticism of the games at the end of the day are really just nitpicks at the very sure. biggest like i i still love this game at the end of the day but that's like just one of my only really big criticisms however right. i mean and then for, the, for me it it works to its advantage for that like because it does it does force you to have to diversify your game your your what what you're doing like i said like when i run it through and i'm playing metal man 65 percent of the time like it forces you to have to use other weapons other items like it's it's kind of like really building it makes it feel like it was a build-up from the entire game it built up to those moments i i do agree and it definitely like you finally have to use all the weapons like it's it is that classic last levels of like using everything that you learn through your journey to right to its to its test to beat the right. game. Right. Well, and I, and I love that the final boss, spoiler alert, like the alien Dr. Wily thing, whatever the hell it is. The yeah, they never really explain that thing. either, too. They never explain it. Like, I, I always just picture it. It's like it's just a different, like, flying mechanical suit that he had. But that's how I picture I, it, too. Fa- 
one of my favorite things in the game is the fact that literally the only weapon you can use against him is stupid fucking bubble man. That's like, right. That's the o- it's the one weapon that you never use because it's fucking it's stupid. useless. It's so useless. It's stup- it shoot. It barely shoots forward. Like it's just a dumb weapon. And they're like, ha, you have to use it. And it's the only one you can do. God, you're <laughs> like, right. I, so I, it's it's the it's it's the ultimate troll move by them. Like, ha, we're gonna make this dumb weapon, and you'd better save it because you're gonna use it. That's true. That is true. And it's it's with the yeah the alien, which I always thought was so weird. I do viewed it as like he just had another suit because it's so out of left field. Like it's so weird, and also the dragon too that you have the like the mini boss dragon, the, and I think it's right, in the, one yeah, or the two. mechanical dragon. Yeah, uh, no, it's it's in two. Yeah, it's 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 Wily stage one. Yeah, yeah, like it's. I mean, it's not like the yellow devil where you have to like glitch. That's how I had it. Right, right, yeah, um, <laughs> yeah. The yellow devil is such a pain in the ass, but but you know, still, yeah, it's, it's so it's, left field. It's like what the. F- fuck? Yeah, it's it's weird. Yeah, it's like it doesn't really totally fit the the theme of it but sure we'll go with that I, I feel like maybe it was like some assets they had from like some other game and they're just like they were crunch for time maybe and, like I well, can... and, they, and they specifically said that they reused a lot of unused design from Mega Man 1 for this one That's and, true. and exactly like you said it's, it's to save time like they just used a lot of unused concepts and I guess even like well except for like I guess the I don't remember if it's two or three but like the boss design, the robot design, like they actually fan sourced a lot of it. Like they, it was, it was three that had, they did that. It was three. Okay, yeah. Like they had like the fans like choose which one, and it makes sense at three because there weren't fans of the first one. So they were like, yeah, for three, like tell us how you want them to be designed, which is why Gemini Man looks so weird, or <laughs> or Needle Man, or hard. Like yeah. So I think it was either three or four. Like it's definitely like later in the series that when they actually did that. But I don't think it yeah. was two that they did it because again, two was really when the series took off. But right. it, it it's such a weird left field because it's like all the other enemies in their worlds totally fit. Like totally fit. Right. They're a robot in some way, shape, or form. And it fits now the aesthetic. Aliens. Yeah, and then aliens. Yeah. It always bothers me. And again, the ending, weird lizard thing. And then the ending when you beat Wiley, um, it's the typical trope of beat Wiley and he begs for forgiveness. And I don't know why mm-hmm. Mega Man just keeps on accepting it. It's like, dude, throw this man in right. jail. <laughs> well, like, I do love in Mega Man 3 that they play with it. Because in Mega Man 3 is when, like, you knock him out, he falls down, he's begging. And then his head pops off and, like, has a spring. And it's like, ha, 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 I'm not the final Dr. Wiley. That's right. That's right. You got a point there. Spoiler so like alerts they for Mega Man own- 3. Which- right, exactly. Which yeah, I'm, sorry, sorry for that. That I mean, thirty-year-old game. Yeah, like at this point, I'm like, and also like even at the story, like it's not that big. It's not that important. It's not important. Yeah, it really isn't. Uh, that's not until the later game. But I digress. But no. I, yeah, I just it's so weird. But the ending to me with Mega Man Two is so weird because he like the 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 cut scene when you beat Mega Man like uh Wily and he just walks in the season and it's like a melancholy yeah. tune and it's just yeah. like is Mega Man going on like some falling. yeah it's like is he going for like some life journey right now like reflecting yeah. on his journey that he just had and it very, it's it's huh it's funny it feels it feels like as a kid like that's what i thought japan was like <laughs> was just walking in fields with leaves falling 
and just meditating on your journey to that point. I could. I still think that's what Japan is. There's something I don't think is necessarily wrong, but it's just so weird. And because it's not even that long, it's like what thirty seconds at the very most, and then it goes into something like, like that. Yeah, and it goes into that upbeat credit music, and you're just like, yeah. what? Yeah. <laughs> it's like what did it's I just strange. play? Yeah, but at least it's not one of like there was a lot of NES games that just end with congratulate you did great or my f- I mean Goodbye. even even still some games are like that clapping congratulations know, yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah you did it at least you're good at least with Mario games like at least it's so you get to hear like thank you so much for playing my game like at least that feels right, more exactly. satisfying than exactly just, uh, like, thank you well, my pizza yeah I'm an Italian stereotype. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I I beat the lizard king because we don't know the name of him yet. Oh, man, Bowser. I have theories about, like, I will get to those eventually with the Mario game. He is Koopa as far as I'm concerned. I, I don't I don't buy into this whole Bowser bullshit. Oh, he, I, he was always Koopa. He was King Koopa. He's King Koopa now. I'm okay with him. Just They're called all... Koopa Troopers. Which makes, again, it makes no sense. It's, but... <laughs> I digress. I mean, I have a fear. Like I say, it is. I've been big in his first name. Uh, Bowser and Luigi are the most interesting characters of that franchise, let alone. And now I'll oh, leave it. I'll leave sure. it at that. It, and it's because, yeah. uh, spoiler alert, they actually have character development. <laughs> right. Yeah. You you could spend hours talking about the fascination of Luigi. Oh God, yeah. Like I just love it. But again, that's not what this episode is about. Right. Exactly. I I, I do exactly. like how. Ma- huh. <laughs> that's the, that's the Easter egg is when Luigi joins the Mega Man Four. Oh, that would be great. Oh man, way to spoil that, man. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I just I, it's it, I always found it was such a kind of weird whiplash of an ending. But honestly, it's you know it's a great end to the game. Like what? It's a difficult end, and definitely my most deaths of the game come from the Wily Castle levels. And again, cheapness. Oh, sure. and, Stuff like that, but at the end of the day, it's. I mean, I still remember them, so it does. It did its job um, on that end, and you know, again, it just brings to the end. Like, does Mega Man Two age well? Even with its shortcomings, yes, I see why yes. this is still the definitive Mega Man game for a lot of people. I, as of right now, it still is my personal favorite Mega Man game. I'm trying to go through the Mega Man X games. Uh, I tried to sure. start that marathon last year, but I kind of fell off after, I think, four. I do like, okay, yeah. I will say Mega Man 2 and Mega Man X are like the two that are like and, and neck that's and the neck thing. for like, me. I, I, right, and, I, and I, I, I will always go with Mega Man 2, and Mega Man 3 is a close second for me, but I think it really is, it does come down to, do you like the 8-bit, or do you like the later gen ones, like the Mega Man X games, because... There- yeah. I could see, like, I was never a huge fan of the Mega Man X games, but if you told me Mega Man X or one of them is your favorite Mega Man game, sure, I get it, because it is a different type of game in different ways. It, it, um, it, it, it I, plays I with the formula a little bit more. It plays with the formula right, a little exa- bit more. Right, and, and, it, and it just it does things a little bit differently. Um, I disagree. Like, I, for me, the argument is Mega Man 2 or Mega Man 3. I um, I did say Mega Man Two was my I, favorite. I, Mega Man Three is actually technically my favorite. I do think I have a little bit more fondness with that game because I think a lot of my, right. Like, and the, 
Sorry. Yeah. I, 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 no, no, I'm, I'm agreeing with you. I'm interrupting you. No, it's just like, and mostly it's just because it really just fixes a lot of the issues that I had with Mega Man 2. Like the small issues, sure. like the screen, the screen flickering, the difficulty. I feel like even though it's still a hard game, I don't think it's as cheap as Mega Man 2 gets. But that, that's really all I got. Yeah. Well, <laughs> and it, it, well, it also it introduces the slide. Which is, you know, a staple. You gotta love the, the Mega Man slide. Oh, that's right. They did it. Ma- I keep on yeah, forgetting the, the Mega Man 2 did not have the slide. Rush. Yeah, yeah, the slide, it's yeah, it's funny. Sometimes like I'll start playing Mega Man 2 and I'll forget that the slide doesn't exist either. And it's like, oh okay. Yeah, I remember that because I was like, I feel like I can slide I'm like nope, it's three. It's like I always thought it was two. That means yeah. I, I completely forget yeah. that. But I mean again, I can see why Mega Man 2 is considered the definitive Mega Man game to a lot of people. I do think it has aged sure. well. I mean, the soundtrack alone is one of the greatest video game soundtracks. Of Absolutely, time. like bar like, none, the number one soundtrack of all time. Fight me, uh, <laughs> it's it is so good. Uh, Wiley theme stage one, obviously. That's another, yeah, that's uh, a great one. Not not only the greatest video game song ever written. Dare I say the greatest song ever written? Ooh. Uh, Wiley. Stage one, uh, it's a it's an all all time classic. It's a banger. Uh, the song slaps. The song slaps. I, I would love your college thesis, like this college <laughs> essay on that. I would read that right, and yeah. see what's the like your reasoning behind it. Because I I know knowing you, I know you have your reasons, and there's some pretty. I I I will break. I can break it down, paragraph by paragraph, why it's the perfect song. I mean, uh, yeah, me, no, it's 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 fabulous. To me alone, I mean, even the theme music, it's just so great. Like it's so iconic. Like the oh sure yeah. To and then even like the freaking password menus, like the password menu music slaps. Like that doesn't happen. Like yeah. Only other sounds. Oh, sorry. Well, I was gonna say it's weird too because like I look at Mega Man two. Like as far as the soundtracks, I go back and forth on two and three as far as which one I prefer. And it's crazy to like they they're completely different people that did yes. the soundtracks. Like that, three has like two composers. I think three has like one that did like three of the levels, and then another person named Bun Bun, which is my favorite name. That's a uh, great came name. Came in and finished the rest of them. But yeah, no, it's uh, it's freaking uh, Takashi Tateishi who did yeah. Mega Man two. Two, yeah, he did two. And yeah, he did two. But he, he had nothing to do with three, which is crazy to me because like. They're so similar in feel, and but so great at the same time. I mean, I think Tsahasi has got that formula down that I feel you could easily build upon it, and I think that's what Mega Man 3 did. Uh, but I still prefer Mega Man 2 soundtrack over 3, but that's kind of a hard... Like, Mega Man 3, you, ha- you have your arguments there. But I just love. Yeah, to, to me, it's like if John, like you took John Williams' score for A New Hope, and then you had Hans Zimmer come in to do Empire Strikes Back, and it's like, huh? But like at the same time, like they still both work just in their own way, you know? Like they, they, you, you could make it. To, you could think that it's like the same person, but like they both have their like their different flaws. I I agree, and it's again, it's it's different. It's like comparing apples to oranges. Is like they're both really good. But I think that yeah, helps to the game, title. the game's age. I mean, to me, to this day, I am still shocked we haven't heard, like, well, because in mainstream, like, it's not sampled as much. Like, I would love to hear like some rap or hip hop or even like any genre 
sample some Mega Man 2 stuff because we hear Street Fighters 2 perfect a lot, but we don't get that those sweet 8-bit gems from Mega Man. Like I feel like there's a beat waiting there to happen with the and some po- uh, political charge verse br- comes into there. Like I... It, it's it's potential. I see yeah. it. Flat, Flash Man's theme for sure. You know, you could absolutely even like the the genre of like the nineties, like the like kind of like the weird dance thing, like kind of the dance oh. vibe that that gen yeah. that decade had. I think it would have totally fit. Like there should have been. A, I know the remixes out there. I'm just talking about like in mains, like more like mainstream, like like studio, like studios like art like musician like musician artists like rappers or like uh you know more yeah musician yeah musicians and just and just do mega man tunes i I would not i I would not say just do mega man tunes i would just say like at least sample some of it because i feel like there's some gold mines and i feel maybe we might get there who knows like the future like i feel like we're still the future is bright my friend the future is bright as i say the least I hope. (laughs) Um, But again, it's just like, I think the soundtrack plays so much into why the game has aged so well. The gameplay is still very fun. I know we, I mean, we kind of more on the level design, but like, again, the game, the game just builds on upon Mega Man one and just kind of almost, almost perfects the formula in my opinion. And yeah. Oh yeah. It's, it's telling that it's the foundation of it changed very little from this point on until you get to Mega Man X. And yeah, I'm about to say, because I mean, at that point, I remember going through it and it's like, it's just Mega Man 2 with a different twist. Um, right, yeah. Because like 5 and 6, step, like 3 introduces a bunch of different new things that, you know, become staples of it. And then 4 introduces like charging up the Mega Buster. But then after that, like 5 and 6 are just kind of like diminishing returns. I do remember that. that. Like in the... Like at, I do remember that in the in the in the in the at least in the uh, the NES like yeah five and six definitely felt more like okay we're just rehashing what we know right it's yeah it's it they they feel very superfluous like I'll still play them from time to time like when I want something do new but I spent very little time pl- yeah like full time playing them. Yeah, seven and seven and eight to me at least, like they kind of do still feel like a little rehash, but they at least had newer hardware and they definitely were a little bit more of ev- a little bit more ambitious with those titles, I feel like, compared to five and six. Sure. But, yeah. but again, it's a formula that works. Mega Man like and I and to me, it, it's not even like does it stand up the test of time? Because I think yes, the fact that we still talk about this game, it does. My only question about it is would would anyone want to remake this game? Hmm. I mean, I think it's. I think po- people would want to remake it, but I just don't know why. I think like, it's or or how. I don't know how you would achieve it. My idea, I do think it has been somewhat touched upon with Mega Man Eleven because a lot of Mega Man Eleven's level design, I feel like, or a lot of the kind of the themes and I feel that works about the game definitely took influence influenced by Mega Man 2. However, sure. however, they did do a remake of Mega Man 1 for the it it's not that well known because it was released on the PSP. Um Mega okay. Man powered yeah. up 
and it was kind of in the same it's it's kind of in the same vein of Mega Man 11 like a 2.5D like the assets are 3D but it's still in the 2D plane um yeah. but the art design was still there and they vo- fully voiced the uh, the robot masters Dr. Light Dr. Wily I think that'd be the route you would take with Mega Man 2 and right I yeah I just don't know that I don't know that it would fully work like, that's for me at least like i don't i don't know that you can really like with Mega Man one it makes sense because there's definitely things that are improvable upon it which i think Mega Man two and three did with Mega Man two remaking it it's like yeah you can improve the graphics maybe you know the soundtrack do, and stuff like that yeah like soundtrack and all that, but like but like i i don't know like i don't know why like because it's because it's like because it's it still holds up I know I agree and I mean you could say that with most games here I just think I think it will eventually happen especially in the vein probably Capcom has been doing with the Resident Evil games and the fact that they're now oh, sure yeah. they're hinting that they might remake four which I'm like yeah I don't know how you would do that they have no ideas left so they're just like let's just redo all the old good ones we have. I, I don't know Resident Evil Village looks pretty sick I'm actually excited for that one sure yeah I mean well I mean I mean like they have no new ideas for like new concepts and whatnot like they're just kind of rehashing it's because it's an easy it's an easy get like people know that people will buy them like and i mean i i contribute to that because i do like my remakes (laughs) uh again i am super freaking pumped for the spongebob squarepants battle for bikini bottom remake that's how much i'm like yeah like i know (laughs) i'm contributing to this problem but I, I'm why video games suck now. It, I don't want to say <laughs> I, I would not go that far, but yeah. I, I but I do think it will be an interesting remake. The I think the biggest uh, hurdle that they have to go through is keeping the gameplay as tight as the yes. NES original, yeah. and it, and it's just it's really difficult, if not impossible, transitioning that to modern uh, design because of just the techniques so what the thing that you kept hitting on like one of the words that you kept using when you were describing this game at the beginning was charm and i think it's why it works in the 2d setting that it has in the 8-bit setting with the music and everything is that it really adds to the charm of the game that i don't think if you up the graphics like you know try to modernize it in any way i think you lose that that feeling of it like it's almost kind of like i don't know innocence to it and like kind of like just the real like underdog quality that they kind of presents i think you lose that if you try to read and you try to update it i do I agree on that, that. i do i agree. think it loses a lot in the gameplay and the fun of it if you lose no i completely agree like and especially because even technically Mega Man 2 has been t- remade almost it wasn't called Mega Man 2. It was called a different game like Mega Man at, uh, 8 when they brought it back for the classics uh series definitely go into that headfold right like and that's the reason why they kept the nes style it's because there is a charm to it i i always just think because it's like we can't really talk about the game stand the test of time yes it has like it's simple like it's still fun to play it may not be everyone's cup of tea but it's one of the greatest games of all time for a reason especially from that era it's just Um, a more interesting like would i see it be remade the greatest game fight you i know <laughs> but i i do think it's i do see the potential i don't think it's completely blasphemy to think about it 
I do see the hesitant, and I am in that boat of like I'm be hesitant to see a Mega Man Two remake, but I wouldn't no. be against it if they're able to bring the charm into the free dimension right. and it specifically bring that control scheme back to the free dimension. Right. I think you. If you make it like a Donkey Kong Country Tropical Freeze where the game is visually stunning but the control like sure. it's still a visually like hard as hell platformer, I'm all in. And I can see that's the only like the route I would take if I would have to remake this game, but hopefully it's not anytime soon. I do think it will happen eventually, but it'll probably be a little while like we just got Mega Man ba- back with 11 and they're talking about even doing a new Mega Man X game. It's it's going to be a while before they even probably even consider remaking one of these games again. Right. And don't get me wrong. If they remake Mega Man 2, I am 100% a hypocrite. Like if they remake Mega Man 2, I will buy it and I will play it. But at the same time, I you're contributing to the problem, Nate. <laughs> Absolutely. Oh, 100%. My hypocrisy knows no bound. But it's, yeah, it's it's 100% something that's like, I know that about myself. I just, I would boycott it until I did. Yeah, I get it. I get what you're saying. And I mean, I, I get it. It's, it's, like I'd, be, those- I'd be the person going, oh, how dare they put a woman in Star Wars? And then I'd be like, you know, I'd be the first fanboy buying it. <laughs> Oh my god! I love that. That's the analogy that we're going with with this. But <laughs> exactly, yeah. No, I w- I would be complete incel about Mega Man Two remake. <laughs> uh, and it doesn't help. We're both white males, and it's like <laughs> I definitely can get the incel card thrown upon me sometimes, just from some of the stuff that I like. But uh, sure, but yeah, I know. But, but you act, but you actually enjoy the things you like. That's the- that's true. I don't try to take away from other people because I'm hate. I just hate my own life. Oh, the insult thing, but uh, that analogy, but I, I think it will happen, but I think it's a while from now, but I definitely recommend playing Mega Man two. The definitive way, honestly, is playing Mega Man, the legacy collection, which is pretty much on all platforms. So I don't think you have an excuse to play it. If you're interested in it, it's definitely recommend. I think it's even like, I do see it go on sale quite a bit, so you can get it for dirt cheap. So it's it's out there. I definitely recommend it. My friend here thinks it's the greatest game of all time, which it's definitely in the conversation for me. It's definitely one Correction. of the best. Correction. Uh, uh, Your friend here knows it's the greatest game of all time. And he will fight you if you disagree. <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, uh, th- thank you again, Nate, for stopping by to talk about Mega Man 2. This is probably my longest episode yet, but honestly, one of the most engaging I had. I am so, again, I am so glad I got you for this episode because I know you love this game to death. And I had a lot of fun revisiting it with you and talking about it here. I hope you had fun as well. And I hope y'all as the listeners are having fun here. Is there there any place that uh, they can follow you on the social media webs here? Facebook, Twitter, Nate Sinclair. Yeah, no, not really. Yeah. Hey, hey, it's <laughs> I, no- I'm a, I, I'm I'm an NES eight bit guy. I, I don't understand the inner webs. What is this social media you speak of? <laughs> what is TikTok? 
Oh God, don't even get me started because I did go into a TikTok day and even then I can even not tell you what TikTok is. It's like, it's actually- <laughs> Yeah, because you're over, you're older than 25. Yeah, well, it's like the video thing works, but it's also like people just use it just to bait you for their cosplay or eat or like OnlyFans, which is like, yeah. or a dating website. People even use it for dating. I'm like, this is not why I use this freaking app. <laughs> If I want right. to use dating, I use Tinder. <laughs> and even then, exactly. fuck dating. <laughs> <laughs> who needs it when we've got Mega Man 2? I'm about to say, yeah, who needs that when we have Mega Man 2? <laughs> Mega Man 2 will keep me there in company when I'm alone in exactly. bed at night. <laughs> Mega Man is there <laughs> with its tunes and its old old charm. <laughs> exactly. <gasps> like, I do want the Mega Man Amiibo. That's one of the only Amiibos I haven't gotten yet, and one day I will. I And it will be sleeping right next to me with the Mega Buster. Perfect. Oh, my God. I am an overblown man-child. No wonder why I'm single. But before we go into more self-loathing here, thank you again, Nate. I had a blast. This was a very right, fun Thanks for having me. I had a very great time, and hopefully we'll have you again back on the show. I think we will. Um, for a certain game, you mentioned it um, with a 1930s charm. Um, it may not be the, it might not be the next episode, but definitely in the near future, I would, I would definitely call upon you for some cup action. Right. I would, I would love to be back. I had a great time. Thanks for having me. Awesome. I love it. I love it. Well, thank you guys again. Um, also like, I mean, you guys can follow us on social media. Uh, I, you can follow me if you like, it's just T Roy Jenkins, all social media here. Um, if you want to follow the show, it's up and down and all around all social media, Facebooks, uh, tw- uh, Twitter, Instagram. If you want to, if you want to get in contact with me, I do have a Gmail account uh, set up for the show. It's up and down and around. Again, I don't know how up and down and all around was already taken in Gmail, but I digress. But also, I do take uh, if you DM me on like Twitter or Instagram, I do get pretty back on that as well. Uh, tell me what uh, what do you like about the show? It's still in the growing phase. I love to hear back from you guys. You guys have been giving me some great feedback here. And if you're even interested in maybe possibly being on the show, I'm open to people being on it, talking about platforming games. That's why we're here. But until the next time, everybody, the for the next platforming game we talk about, y'all, just take it easy and stay safe out there, everyone.